It was sad. But then she said, I'm pretty, not smart. I said, well, hey. See, and that's you know, that's how you, when you know yourself, that's how you grow. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of In Hindsight. We're your hosts, Andrea, Brittany, and Jasmine. We review movies and TV shows from our childhood to see if they still hold up, because sometimes things aren't quite the way you remember them. In this week's episode, we are reviewing Princess Protection Program, a decom that premiered June 26, 2009. So we're officially in the time zone where we were probably too old to be watching these movies, or... Most of us have moved on. But before we get started, just want to let you know, if you're enjoying all the nostalgia and want to support the show, feel free to subscribe, share with your friends, and leave a rating or review. We'd love to hear from you. To keep up with us between episodes, you can also follow us on Instagram at n underscore hindsight underscore pod and on Twitter at n underscore hindsight pod. And if you want us to dissect one of your favorite childhood movies, let us know on the socials or email us at inhindsightpod at gmail.com. With that being said, let's get into it. So here, let's see, there were two summaries I found. One is just a princess whose country has been invaded, goes into hiding in Louisiana, where she has learned to act like an ordinary teenager. And then there's a whole, the one on Disney Plus or IMDb is way more in-depth talking about a South American princess from the country of Costa Luna. The dad rescues her from a military takeover, and now they have to take down the dictator of Costa Luna. So before we get into the pop culture segment, do either of y'all, Andrea, did you watch this movie? Because I, I feel 99% sure Brittany did. Absolutely did not. I wasn't, I didn't even turn Disney Channel on in 2009. Okay. Very strong statement. And Brittany, do you have any nostalgia around this film? Or so I haven't, I haven't seen it since it came out, but I do distinctly remember sitting down and watching this with one of my cousins the day it aired. Because I did love Wizards of Waverly Place. I like Selena, and I like Demi Lovato as well. So that was really the only draw for me. And I remember watching this with my cousin. Okay. Yeah, I'm this is like the 2009 equivalent of Cadet Kelly. They took like the two most <laughs> famous people of the time and slapped them in a movie. You're right. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I like that. I didn't even think about that. All right. Come on. Theme trend. Uh, you know, Disney's going to recycle something. Uh, so this was the first decom to be filmed in Puerto Rico. And the film won the 2019 Choice Awards for Choice Summer Movie. Um, Selena and Demi were both nominated for Choice Summer TV Star, but only Selena won. So um, congrats to you, girl. Um, I heard somewhere, I saw this $400,000 budget, but I can't confirm that. So listeners, if anyone out there knows, let us know. But that seems paltry compared to the $11 million that we just saw, or even the 4.2 that High School Musical started with. So of course, uh, the or before we get to the cast, the director, Allison Liddy Brown, she did a lot of stuff back in the day. You know, Secret World of Alex Mack, Cousin Skeeter, The Mystery Files of Shelby Wu. 
Friday Night Lights, which apparently is Andrea's show, and then a lot of the Shondaland items. And there's a lot of Shondaland folks in this cast. And then the writer here, we've seen her work before in Johnny Capahala, and she's also done Return to Halloween and Starstruck. So in terms of the cast, we of course have Demi, Demetria Devon Lovato, and Selena Gomez. I mean, if y'all don't know who they are in 2023, I don't really know what to tell you. But so Demi Lovato, Sunny with a Chance, Glee, Hotel Transylvania. Did I switch them around? I thought it was. Hold on a second. Actually, wasn't Selena in Hotel Transylvania? I don't know. One of the two. They were in there. And then Selena was in Wizards of Waverly Place. And recently, Only Murders in the Building, which did any of us finish that? Because we tried. Uh, I finished the first season and I started the second. Okay. But I liked I liked it. I'm just watching it with a friend. And so our schedules have to align. And I feel like we both forgot. Gotcha. But I definitely did like the first season. Okay. I don't know. What the, I've only watched like two episodes of the second. So. Okay. We'll, we'll follow up with you to get your review. Um, I tried, but I just couldn't finish it. Um and Andrea's nodding in agreement. Um, both Demi and Selena got their start on Barney and Friends, which used to be my jam back in the day. Um, they've had a very messy friendship since then. IMDb let me know that they are no longer friends as of today. I said thank you for the confirmation. All I know is Taylor Swift got in the middle. It was some IG stuff. It's a lot. So if you're looking for a timeline, this isn't the show. But I'm sure there are so many people that have captured that the demise of that friendship. Um, and originally, they were cast as each other. So Selena was going to play the princess and Demi was going to play Carter. But they decided to switch their parts. Uh, we have Tom Verica, who plays Major Joe Mason. He's in uh, Die Hard 2. And I know him best, and we probably all know him best, as Sam Keating on How to Get Away with Murder. Because why is there your blank on a dead girl's phone? Okay, go off Viola Davis. Um, he also is the executive producer and director on Bridgerton, Scandal, Private Practice, and Grey's Anatomy. Uh, Sully Diaz plays Queen Sophia. Um, she's a Puerto Rican actress and singer, um, best known for her role in the Coralito TV series. Johnny Ray Rodriguez plays General Magnus Kane. Um, he is an actor, comedian, and dancer. Um, Wikipedia wanted to emphasize he's from the Bronx. And he was in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and Weeds. Jamie Chung. I looked this out. I haven't seen Jamie Chung in a minute, but I guess Wait, I have. Sorry. I forgot. Go ahead. Which one was from the Bronx? The general. The dictator. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the Bronx. Um, Jamie Chung. She's an actress, reality TV personality. On one of my favorite versions, cycles, whatever, cities of real world, San Diego, in 04, not the new one. Okay, for those born after 96, this is the old, you know, old school. Uh, did y'all watch the real world? Sure did. Girl, ooh. What a time. I mean, what I watched, I don't know how many years and versions of that show. That was my reality TV Truly, that and Laguna Beach, I was into. I said, wow, that's that is what the real world is like. Um, she was also Mulan and Once Upon a Time, which yikes, that show turned out to be a mess. And then Big Hero 6 movie and series. And I forgot that she was on Lovecraft Country. So shout out to you, girl, because she was, you know, she was good. She did her thing. Nicholas Braun plays Ed, a character. I don't know why he was there. Um, he's eminent, he mean Emmy nominated. For his role in Succession, so he's still on there. 
Uh, he is also in Sky High, Perks of Being a Wallflower. And Andrew, do you recognize him from Zola? Because apparently he's the boyfriend, I think, that like jumped out the window. <laughs> yeah, Spoilers. that's where I recognize him from. I was like, oh, he looks kind of the same. <laughs> I did not. It did not register. He was what? in the movie a lot, too. I know. <laughs> I, that you don't there remember. was too much going on. He was the least interesting part of that whole <laughs> thing. It's just dumb. But anyway. <laughs> All the Zola references in these movies and like crossover is very interesting. Um, Robert Adamson plays Donnie. He was Charles on Lincoln Heights. He was the the guy that the teenage daughter was just head over heels for. Wait, just getting Lincoln into Heights. You yes. just unlocked the whole memory. Oh my gosh, I forgot yes. about that show. I used to love that show. Did y'all Rob- recognize him? Absolutely, I was in love with him. Okay. That's why I watched the show. <laughs> why do you think I turned it on? I know he I'm looked familiar, sad. and I was like, I know that face. I'm done. Well, one of my friends liked the daddy. So I said, okay. <laughs> but he is also a general hospital, study with a chance, uh, the young and the restless. And he p- apparently was uh, Trey Belton in a in private high musical, a YouTube parody of high school musical. So <laughs> if I can find it, I'll link it. Um, Kevin G. Schmidt plays Bull, the henchman, I guess, of Brooke and Chelsea. He was in Cheaper by the Dozen 1 and 2. I've watched those more than once. I don't remember him. Uh, he also was in The Young and the Restless. He actually replaced the guy I just talked about, Donnie, that I just talked about. He replaced him in the same role after he left. And apparently his brother, Kendall, is in Big Time Rush. Um, Samantha Droke plays Brooke. She was in Gilmore Girls, Horton Hears a Who, along with Selena Gomez. And then uh, Secret Life of the American Teenager. Molly Hagan, the PPP director was in Jane the Virgin, iZombie, and Unfabulous. Dale Dickey played Helen, the bus driver. She is apparently a well-known character actress. Uh, she's done a lot of Broadway, The Merchant of Venice, A Streetcar Named Desire, Sweeney Todd. She was also in Breaking Bad, True Blood, and My Name is Earl. And then finally, Ricardo Alvarez plays Mr. Elegante, and he was in Dirty Dancing, Havana. <laughs> he does, as uh, Andrea is shaking her head disapproval of i don't know maybe the name the character name okay we have confirmed it um finally there was a promotion for this by they offer some never before seen episodes of wizards of waverly place and sunny with a chance if people could correctly count the number of times the word princess princesses and princessa are spoken during the film so at the end we'll see if you all can guess the answer all right so let's hop in. They were going down to the bayou in Louisiana. Interesting. Uh, so we get some establishing shots. We meet Carter. She works at a bait shop in Louisiana. The dad gets a call for what he says is a routine op. We then meet Princess Rosalinda, who's going to be queen. But then she uh, gets almost gets uh, whacked in the head with a sword. There's a coup. She's rushed away to safety. She gets in the International Princess Protection Program, and then she goes to Louisiana to hide out as Ro- Rosie Gonzalez, an average American girl. And then Rosie and Carter have, you know, a few exchanges, and there's some reptiles. So what do we think of this setup and the depiction, the Disney depiction of a political coup? And why are we in Louisiana? It was it was so kind. It, it like, <laughs> I'm just like, the man, I was... I. It was kind and it was confusing because it's like this man came and took over, but he said, that's okay. Nobody has to die today. I just need the princessa. That's it. The mom is going to be safe. 
everyone is safe. I just rolled in. We're just going to chill on the throne. That's all. This is my country now. And for the rest of the movie, I was confused as to what exactly was his plan. So it was like the worst coup I have ever seen. And also, I think the most gentle. (laughs) That's an excellent way of putting it. The whole time I was thinking Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez could have swapped. It could have been either one of them playing either part. Um, And then I didn't have any expectations for this movie. I didn't know what it was going to be about. So a coup, I was like, ooh, the the knife went through the sword. The sword went through the crowd. And I was like, ooh, a cute crowd. Ooh, a coup? (laughs) I wasn't expecting it to be actual princess protection. So... You know, having no expectations, I thought that was a pretty creative premise. So I was, I was interested when it started. Well, now that you say that, before watching it, what did you think it was going to be about? I tried not to think about it very much, so. Okay, that is a fair answer. Okay. Um, I would probably have done the same. But yeah, when, when the sword came flying through the air, I said, oh my gosh, I almost got decapitated. Y'all. <laughs> what, what kind of mess is this? And then... The, the daddy swung on the banner mm-hmm. and knocked, and I was mad because it was the fruit table. I said they spent time cutting up all that fruit and it's gone. I hate when fruit is food is ruined. Me too. And these things. But it was it just did so look good silly. Some strawberries it did. It look good. <laughs> Fresh. Okay. That was, it was the most comical coup I've ever seen. It mm-hmm. couldn't have been too serious. It for couldn't. A Disney Channel movie. <laughs> and yet that, we have seen higher stakes. The Lion King. <laughs> well, that, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, in the DCOMs, even, we've seen way higher yes. stakes yeah, than, than what we got. I guess they didn't want to stress us out. I don't know. Or maybe they didn't want to land too closely on political stuff. <laughs> That's probably also why. I don't know. It was just weird. And then I thought Mr. Elegante was in on it they kept zooming in his face and he was and looking there was one point where he was smiling and i was like why is he smiling mm-hmm. i didn't understand I did that trust, i did not trust that man i say he is giving the cool guy some intel in exchange for some power on the other side i really hate that that didn't come to fruition i was waiting for like a real plot twist but again i don't know why we we've been down this road of having expectations before um what did we think so, obviously, this is a, a made-up country, but, you know, they keep, you know, pushing the South American princess. What did you think of her um, Spanish? Because there was one, and, you know, I have the worst accent here, so I can't talk about anybody. However, uh, even after a semester of AP Spanish, there was one scene she said, vamos, mama. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Did y'all have any thoughts about that? Yeah, I don't, think who speaks, actually speaks I don't think she's, like, fluent in Spanish in real life. And it was kind of clear from... I feel like her French sounded better than her Spanish. It sounded more natural. I understood a lot of her French. I was very excited and proud of myself. Oh, okay. Because I yeah. was wondering what she was saying. And they didn't care enough to spare us the uh, I, subtitles and the captions. I can tell you what she was saying. She was explaining that she spoke English, French, Spanish, Italian, and Japanese. But English was her favorite because she was American, because that was a joke, because she's oh, not American okay. and she's supposed to be undercover. I got so. the first part, but then she lost me with that second. I was like, I don't know where you went, girl. Okay, cool. Yeah, you better speak French. 
I've been doing my Duolingos. <laughs> so Duolingo, if you want to sponsor us. Yes, we love the sponsor child. I'll learn Spanish, child. They sponsor us. <laughs> I'll be fluent in a minute. Um, okay, so anything else on like the Louisiana, her and her dad, Carter as a character? I feel uncomfortable setting things in places like Louisiana where I know what the political landscape is and what black people would have to experience in rural parts of the state or any part of the state. So in general, I wasn't crazy about the setting, but in terms of like the aesthetics, I appreciate it. It was different than what we've seen before. So there was now one black person, like maybe <laughs> like an extra sprinkled in there. And that was it. That was it. I mean, we got some other non-whites you know, flavors in there, but we had no black people for it to be in Louisiana. Uh, I did think the setting was pretty, though. I didn't realize they filmed it in Puerto Rico until the end, which explains, but it was like that whole setup where the dock was, it was beautiful. Like, I would have loved to just be able to live that right there and wake up and you see the water in those mountains. That was a great shot. Uh, Also, I feel like the more I watch these movies, the more I can recognize just in movies in general when someone is saying something with some clumsy exposition. Because the mom was like, I wrote this down. The mom said, now that my husband has passed away, only she can become princess of Costa Luna. And it was like, she she's telling who the security guard? I didn't even know who she was telling that, but it just seems like so unnatural. And I was like, she's only saying that for the audience. Thank you. No, I agree. I I wrote that down too, but I don't remember who she was talking about because I wasn't even in it. Um, I mean, I paid attention because, you know, it's my episode, but girl, I don't know. But something that you said uh, piqued Andrea's interest. So, did Andrea, you wanna... okay. I don't remember it now. So, oh, she was talking ago. about the mountains in Louisiana that we saw. Is that what you were going to? No. Because I was going to wonder, like, what mountains were there. <laughs> Because you don't why? know about the Bayou Mountains? You're no, not familiar with the, the geographical phenomenon of Bayou Mountains? Because they didn't even care. <laughs> they were beautiful. But I just kept looking like, where are we supposed to be? Just say, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever. Anyway. Let's pick another, pick another place. It could be any rural town. Anywhere where there was like some fish to catch. Some fish. But I agree. Also, oh, go ahead, Brittany. Also, can you explain what the plan was? Because why did the mama stay? It's bait. <laughs> well, not as bait, but that's like... A good, that's a good question. Why did the mom stay? I don't know. She because... was like, I'll announce to the people when you come back. I I, I didn't understand it. That's, that's true. Maybe so if she's there, um, the people won't, like... She she remains a symbol of the monarchy, so the people won't uh-huh. accept the other guy as their leader or whatever. Yeah, Some political like, reason like that. I mean, they didn't really explain it well. It was like, I mean, I'm here, so then they're going to know that you're going to come back. I was like, but he could just murk you right now. Mm-hmm. See, that's I need the villains to just go straight to murder. I really miss murder the cutthroat villains that we are used to seeing. Um, um, our, I think that... <laughs> I mean, obviously they're not going to do it here, but they they couldn't spend too much time on that because they had to get to the important part of the makeover at the princess transitioning, oh. and that you know that haircut was like 
that was like the best like she was so recognizable afterwards it was the best disguise i had so. no idea who she was i'm done i just it because at first i was like the ppp loan and then when they were showing i was like why are they on an island i don't remember this and then obviously they have like a secret bunker but then the, the fact this agency funded by royal families, then they were showing the the one girl, the one princess they had out in Alaska or the North Pole, wherever she, she was, freezing she looked outside. So sad. <laughs> she looked lonely and cold, like she had no shelter. They were like, oh, well, at least she's safe. <laughs> like, how? She gonna die of hypothermia in a second. But like, how is that supposed to inspire confidence that you can do what you need to do? Um, and then the lady. Did she tell the black girl Jumbo? I was like, you know, this is reminding me of Mean Girls, and I don't like it in this particular case. Can I have I have a dark oh, com- comment question? So a lot of these, this is the most diverse set of Disney princesses I've ever seen in my life. And how do we feel about the implications of all of these? I don't even remember there being a white princess in the room about all of these princesses who need protection not being white. <laughs> I made me uncomptable. No, How I did you feel? About that, but go yeah. ahead, protection by the white Americans specifically, too. Yeah. Well, because you know that, like, anyone that's not European, you know that they're uncivilized and they can't run a country, Andrea. So, like, what are our expectations? <laughs> it's just that, that level of subtle subtlety is infuriating because it's nothing mm-hmm. that you could like go pick it about but it's there and obvious <laughs> so. yeah yeah yikes and i'm sure no one thought about that they just mm-hmm. said let's just get some costumes mm-hmm. and put it on but anyway i don't know but they're like look if y'all want going back to the louisiana and ain't no black people if y'all want black people you know princess and the frog is gonna roll out later this year so just you know and then you take the crumbs that we give you. Um, That's, I, I, just, I thought about that, too. <laughs> Yikes. Um, so we also see Carter. She likes Donnie, and she gets told off in the beginning. I just felt like she was very pitiful. Um, I don't know. She was just down bad. And I, I hated that because I felt I wanted to feel sorry for her. But I'm like, girl, say, she gets up to the car. And she's like, there's no room for me. Girl, just hop in the car. Like, I don't care if I wrinkle their stuff. I don't like them anyway. I'm not finna get, talk myself out of a ride to school. Exactly. But I get it. So, I don't know. Um, Anything else on her? I said, what did she see in this boy? But I, I mean, he was cute. But he was not nice. So, it cancels out to me. And then, also, the people he's with are very mean to you. So I think it's just stacking higher on the no column. Like the cutest And he can't, can't remember her name. Oh, you're ever. right. He couldn't even remember her name. Girl, he does not know who you are. The way I would have hopped, I would have thrown them dresses to the side. <laughs> truly. And hopped in that car. Because he took the bait. So he owes something. Like, it wasn't free. Exactly. It wasn't free worms. And no free lunch. So she goes to school. She comes back. And... Uh, princess or not princess excuse me rosie gonzalez is trying to say the extra american um she's sitting in the room looking real strange just sitting in one spot she sat in one spot for hours the dad was super casual about it did wasn't even in the house to let her know 
And she says, you know, a normal dad will go to a foreign country on a secret mission and bring his daughter back a T-shirt, not a person. And I was like, okay. So they talk and she's pretend. I guess she thinks she's a servant. I don't know, girl. But they have a little exchange and then she's just like, oh, this is going to be awful. So anything about their first reaction or how she rolled up in the house expecting them to just do whatever? She was giving Loretta from Pixel Perfect at the beginning of this movie. <laughs> it, was, it was very, yes, please. Thank you. What is this? It was, it was, it was a lot. I don't know what the direction was there, but princess doesn't equal robot. So it was weird. I liked their hair. I thought their, their hair was pretty. Otherwise I did not care about this conflict. So <laughs> speaking of the hair, didn't they cut like one piece? Like was it, it didn't feel any different to me. I thought they was going to make the hair. Real it was short, shorter. But- it was shorter. Like it was very long in one of those scenes. And then it was only like in her back and what, and another scene. So that was supposed to be the disguise. I, I think that where they went wrong, and I wonder if they're handling all 29 princes like this, princesses like this, because this plan didn't make sense to me. She didn't ha- really have any information. The dad had the princess in the house all nonchalant. Didn't nobody give her like a pamphlet on, here's your alias, here's things to know about being American. They just threw her in that house and said, Selena will teach her and we'll figure it all out. And if this is what they're doing with every single princess, I mean. Because what, what if the princess doesn't speak the language of the country you're sending them to? So doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's, it's just as bad as the coup, like on both sides. It's the flipsy, flipsy flopsy plans. <laughs> I was trying to say the word flimsy, but I couldn't get there. <laughs> So yes, the plans were flimsy, flipsy, and flopsy. I like flipsy, flopsy better. Yes, please let's add that to Webster's ASAP. Sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that plan was. It's just because she was the only, she only trusted the dad. Even the way she said it in the in the little bunker place, uh, that whole thing was just odd. But yeah, I don't know what they thought it was gonna be. Or you don't think that a dictator might be able to track her down? Like, she looks the same. You call her, her name is Rosalinda, and the best you come up with is Rosie? Like, come on, y'all. I, they didn't even really try. You gave her the same name. Got the same face. Couldn't got, give her a they blonde They got the wig. same hair. Some they even got the same color scheme in the clothes. Like, it just right. wasn't inventive enough. A mess. So, then she, you know, goes to school. She's like, give me a silk gown. And it's Selena just throws a, a pair of pajamas. And she's like, okay, whatever. Um, and so now it's time to go to school. Um, they when they're getting ready. Did you and, did you see did you yeah. see Selena's shorts and Uggs? And I was like, oh, 2009. <laughs> I didn't even see the Uggs. I 2009. I would just think about how sweaty. And musty people's feet wear it. And I'm like, nah, I've never been into it. But, you know, do you, y'all? Do you? Because I still see it in today's age. And I just, I can't fathom. Um, but they're getting ready for the day. And they're just, she drank the milk straight out the carton. And Rosie wasn't feeling it. And I wouldn't be feeling it either. I would never eat anything again in there. Um, but they both go to school. We meet. Carter's friend, Ed, who just randomly shows up sometimes and takes video and has this whole weird thing about 
her Carter becoming a princess, blah, blah. We cut kind of back and forth to Costa Luna. The general's trying to figure out where the princess is. And then he decides he's going to fake an engagement to the queen in order to lure uh, the princess back. And then back at school, Rosie's not really blending in. She speaks, you know, fluent French, as as we talked about earlier. And then she gets up in the middle of the lunchroom and nominates Carter for homecoming queen. And then they go back home. Carter's obviously irritated, but then they have a heart to heart. And then they fall out again. But then they're friends again after she's humiliated. It sounds kind of like their friendship. But okay, so... What do y'all think about Rosie's kind of blending in at school and then the way she's treated versus Carter and then the whole thing at the yogurt shop or anything? Well, I thought the yogurt shop was going to be where the general found her. I thought they were going to take videos of her and then they were post them and that's how they found the girl. But I guess it was too early in the movie. Um, I don't think there was any... Was she treated differently? I don't remember them a- interacting with other people besides the bullies and the boy who couldn't remember Carter's name. And obviously he thought she was hot. Ro- Rosie was hot. Rosalinda was hot. And then remembered her name, but not Carter's name. And was like, oh my God. Um, if we're, and if we're, if I, if we're, they're the same type. Like if you were to describe both of them, it would be the same per- this person. <laughs> So why Rosalinda was hot, but Carter wasn't, I don't know. Um, other than that, I enjoyed this bully, I guess. This was like a, a watered-down Regina George, so. <laughs> she was so obsessed with the crown. It's like, yeah. But no, I agree with you on the watered-down Regina George. Obviously, you know, there's always a mean girl. But it almost reminded me of Wendy Wu because it's like, why is homecoming so important to you? Like, if we had gotten to know the character a little bit more, like, why this crown? I mean, we can come up with, like, a backstory. But, like, why was she obsessed? Because she went first, I mean, way beyond anyone ever needs to go that I've seen in real life or fiction about a little cheap crown from party city. Like, I don't know. Andrew, did you write a backstory for her? That makes I, sense. I did, but I know that I don't know that it's appropriate for oh. <laughs> this podcast. So, oh, okay. Wait, well, now we have to hear though. No, we'll, we'll take it offline as they say at work, but um, <laughs> I think for me, well, one Donnie is gross. I, so it just continues to be, uh, I don't know. But I think in terms of my question around them treating her different, so definitely one, you know, they remember her name because they find her attractive and not Selena Gomez, which would never actually happen in real life. But but also I I got the sense or what I took away from this and what I wanted your opinion on is like the feminine coding of everything that was going on. So then it became, well, actually, that's probably later on in the movie too. But when she's at the bowling alley, especially and she doesn't know what to do and then she gets like sits up on the counter and she's like oh you know and then he does it just like okay and then the other um jamie chung and the other girl brooks brookie brookie and chills i don't know they're like they never treat me like this so then they try it and it doesn't work blah blah blah. but it just i'll probably say more later but it was just interesting that you know she's a princess and she's more um elegant and like stereotypically feminine and she has dresses and she has on like heels and all this stuff and curl she you know got a little uh curling iron and they treat her kind of like completely different obviously than selena so i don't know if y'all picked up on that 
Yeah, I did have some stuff to say along those lines for, about the bowling alley. So, okay, but yeah. Oh, well, we're there. Oh, okay. So at the bowling yeah. alley, when that stuff was happening, like you said about the shoes thing, and also the other boy, um, like took her ball for her, and she just let him carry it and didn't try to take it away. And then Selena Gomez tried to take it away. I was like, oh, they like her because she's more girly, and this didn't work for me because I it was something that I wouldn't have noticed had they not done the whole thing in the bowling alley just because Selena Gomez isn't not girly it's because she wears a baseball hat she's less feminine I was like <laughs> I didn't understand the parallel but you she explaining it to me in a bait shop so <laughs> you know that's just not a suitable job <laughs> for a young lady <laughs> um yeah yeah until Jasmine said it I didn't understand what was happening um, but I did make note of those two, like, because we're all this conversation about women not being submissive anymore and it's more attractive because she's letting men do stuff for her. That is what went through my mind, um, in the bowling alley scene. Oh dear. <laughs> you know, let's start banning microphones. Okay. <laughs> because stop with the podcast. Okay. But yes, because yes, yeah, she works in the bay shop. Okay. She lives, um, you know, she, I don't know. Her house looked nice to me, but, you know, she didn't seem, you know, rich, rich, like they try to, you know, portray in these decoms. And then, you know, she wears pants, jeans, and T-shirts. And clearly, you know, as as said by Jamie Trunk, you know, she doesn't care about her appearance. So it's just like, okay. But it also reminded me, what was that movie? Was it Almost Christmas? This Christmas? One of the Christmases with, um, Makai, was it Makai Pfeiffer? Oh, the one with Gabrielle Union in it. Which one is that? Well, she was oh, in she, Christmas. Oh, she, almost Christmas. But she but had the was, daughter. Yeah. Was that yeah. was that Mackay Pfeiffer? I he was in the other movie, wasn't he? Wasn't Mackay Pfeiffer the Santa in this Christmas? He might have been in both. Honestly. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. But it was a guy who looked like him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I can't think. But you know, she had the daughter, and she was just like, "Well, if you pretend to be like a damsel in distress, people, you can just get people to do things for you." It just felt like that. And I was like, she's not wrong, but you know, <laughs> because it's like, okay, well, you you got it, you gonna carry it over here. So anyway, just uh, interesting to me how they express that. So then I was like, I wonder what people picked up from this movie, even moving forward, even though they tried to like change the message a little bit later on. Um, so before that, though, I do want to mention. So there's a whole thing with homecoming court. Just so our listeners are up to speed, okay? The rules here. They have to be girls of exemplary character, which also is kind of like, to me. But the three girls with the most votes are going to be the princesses, and then one girl is going to be crowned the homecoming queen. Excuse me. And then Carter says, we're a democracy. We're into voting here. And I was just like, let's just, let's just not. <laughs> let's just maybe not um, touch politics here. Um, she tells uh, Demi to take a long walk off a short pier. I said, I haven't heard that one in quite some time. Um, she talks about staff. You know, she's still kind of in her princess mode. Um, she's crying by the window with with no dialogue or nothing, just staring out the window. And then we get this thing where she wants to uh, give them dinner. And Selena's like, you know, that's cute. You want to be peasant for a day. But her, the peasant meal... Is arroz con pollo. So, what did y'all think about the dinner and like all their little micro interactions? I guess. 
Before we get to the dinner, I thought it was weird that the teacher, principal, whatever, only emphasized the girls. Like, they don't have homecoming kings. That's true. Or would that have been too much to put into the plot? Like, they didn't have enough time. But I thought that was so odd. Because what school only picks homecoming queens and then has, like, a laundry list of, like, character traits that they must live up to in order to be selected? That was odd. Well, I mean, That's a good point. It, they it needed it so that Selena Gomez's character, whose ironically name I can't remember, um, they she had to become a princess too. <laughs> so they needed a, a princess training. So Rosalinda was was training to be normal, and at the same time, Selena Gomez training to be a princess. And that was a more important storyline than having one of the boys be homecoming king or whatever. But I, I don't disagree with you. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I think it does add to that feeling of like what Jasmine was talking about. With the whole gender and this femininity and whatever messages it's making accidentally. <laughs> because as we know, they just stumble into these things. They really do. I don't know. There's got to be someone that has to look over the scripts and be like, hey, guys. Um, there absolutely not. is. <laughs> like, they're just constantly ignored. I don't know. But yeah, that is a good point, Brittany. I didn't even think about it. Because they were like, look, we got a tight 90 minutes. We don't have time. And like, who cares what boys act like? Like, they're just boys. They're going to be themselves. So like, why? Yeah. We don't, they don't have to live up to any character Mm-mm. standards. But mm-hmm. women must be pure mm-hmm. with a heart of gold mm-hmm. and, and in service to everybody. Compass. Yes, and in service to everybody all the time. So I don't know, child. And happy was, about it. And, yes, with a smile on their face. Um, but I was also the principal or whoever that was, the way he read off the names and then he was like, Carter. I was like, okay, that's why are you so involved in the school drama? <laughs> That's why they got. Oh, I, my my mom has taught me the teachers are involved in the school. The way she will gossip about these children. Maybe <laughs> knowing the teachers are involved. <laughs> I was like, dang. Um, would you all have been able to do that scene with all the worms? Because they were moving. I thought they were props, but they looked like they were moving. No, there was one on her eye. Was it? Yeah, that wasn't real. Are you it, sure? If you look at the bucket, it was pipe cleaners. They weren't even, it wasn't even worms in oh, the bucket. I didn't look I, in I, there. It was a CGI worm she pulled out. I, I didn't look in there. Real. I didn't look in well, there. It was I, thought she, I thought she committed to her craft. I said, oh, girl. No, no, no. That's what I thought. There would have been slime and dirt all over her if bait had fallen on her. And she you was know, completely clean when she got up. That's a good point. And it shows. I was not interested in this at all. But, you know, <laughs> For keeping us honest, because I did not even pay attention to that. I was just thinking about Fear Factor. And um, Val eating worms yeah. and Brink. The way that Brink has come up in every episode, you know what? Anyway, we're going to save it for the recap. We're going to save it for the recap. But but then Selena, what is her name? Carter got a mop for the worms. I said, well, what you finna mop? I don't know. Pipe, that was a strange pipe cleaners choice. Um, and then, oh, go ahead. I was just, I was kind of irritated with Carter. I thought she was being a little bit insensitive since this woman had to flee her country and leave her mother behind. I would be a little bit more <laughs> uh, wary of her feelings. 
she did not care. Because she was like, my daddy always rescues poor, oppressed princesses. So, I mean, whatever, child. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what is going on there? So, I don't I don't know. Um, hopefully, I assume that he has not brought anyone else back. But also, that just also seems like a weird thing to do. But anyway, I mean, we talked about it. Um, so, yeah. So, Jamie... I keep calling her Jamie Chung. What is the girl's name? Brooke, Chelsea, whoever she is. She's like, hey, I'm going to keep my enemies closer. Okay, we're going to pretend to be friends. And then I'm going to humiliate her in front of school. So she gives her a job at her daddy's frozen yogurt place. I don't know what establishment would be open where she's the only employee. That didn't make no sense. Um, Your daddy should have been notified, but it's fine. Um, There's a whole other thing. And then Carter says... Carter and Ed are talking and she says, you know, I just think it's shallow. Girls like Chelsea and Brooke just care about shoes. Like wearing the right clothes makes them superior. I just want to do something important in my life. So any thoughts on that quote, given what we've already kind of talked about with like the feminine and stuff and, you know, the whole thing of like, you can't, I don't know. There's this whole thing of like, you know, fashion and clothes and makeup and stuff is shallow and stupid. And the other things are more important. I don't know. People can do whatever. But what do y'all think? Until you explained it, I thought I didn't really catch the parallel between it seemed like a jump in the conversation. Like, how does them being, even if it was about them being superficial, how did that have anything to do with her life? I don't know. I, I just, it, it felt like she was trying to say something noble, but I didn't understand where it was coming from. <laughs> Until you just explained it just now, but as I was watching it, I didn't get it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that came after because yeah, Ed is trying to get her, is filming her. I don't know, it's weird and trying to get her to see herself as a princess and all the stuff because you know we he likes her and but they never go anywhere with it, which is fine with me. But also then it's like, why does he need to do all this? So yeah, I don't know if I explained it well. I may have just you know again been reading into. A movie that they didn't really think about but i don't I think know they, I, I think they thought about it because because the no. princess protection thing is i mean nothing i've ever seen before so i think there was some thought <laughs> so. yeah i it's think they were setting this up intentionally like what's a princess and what's not and then i guess we were supposed to take away from it anybody can be a princess <laughs> Even though that's not quite where it landed, but I think that was what they wanted to do. You too can be a princess. That's the thing. Did anybody catch the line? I think it happened somewhere in here where Chelsea said, I'd rather eat carbs than see her take my crown. Mm -hmm. I was like, this whole language about food and carbs and not eating. It just never went away. We can never escape. See, that's juxtaposed against that scene with Carter eating at the beginning because she's not superficial and shallow. She mm-hmm. eats. And, and eat superficial hamburgers. people don't eat. You're right. Hamburgers and pizza at the same time. That sounds good to me. But see, that's just kind of... Oh, it's just frustrating. But it's it's fine. Whatever. Do y'all remember... Because there was a whole arc on Lizzie McGuire... That for some reason sticks in my mind. I can't remember if it was like at the end of the series or in the movie. And if it's in the movie, we're going to talk about it more. But the whole thing where Kate 
Yeah, it had to be the movie because Kate didn't want to eat spaghetti because it was carbs and she wanted, and it was because of, um, what was that raggedy boy's name? That nondescript blonde boy that she liked, that they liked so much. I cannot remember his name. I, I see his face, but I cannot remember his name either. But that was a whole thing. And I, even at that point, I was like, oh, girl, I'm finna have me some spaghetti. And where were they at? Italy? Wherever they were, girl, I'm finna have yes. all the pasta. Thing to me, pal, though. <laughs> This is okay. Anyway, we'll save it for that. Um, then they decided to take her down with texting, and I said, Okay, <laughs> sure, it's <laughs> a lot, but I did like, even though I didn't need the frozen yogurt scene to be this long of her slipping and sliding around and then like trying to catch the frozen yogurt in her mouth, I was like, What was that going to do, girl? Even though the hat, okay, you know, she pulled it off, but she walked out of there. Because Selena was like, she's making you look like a fool. And she said, I am not a fool. Okay, she cannot make something out of me that I am not. I said, okay, girl. Okay, that. There with dignity. That was very much, it did feel like Loretta was talking. (laughs) (laughs) It felt very robotic. I liked her message, but definitely was, delivery was a bit robotic. I don't know what kind of direction they were giving this like she could still have felt like a human being and be a princess and i'm mad because they suggested that i watch princess diaries after this and i said that's insulting (laughs) oh i can't wait for that one um and then selena rubs the or like not rubs it in his face uh pop plops the ice cream cone on the Mm -hmm. boy's head even though jamie should have got one too she should have had two ice cream cones but that's okay Mm um so now they're friends for now and then meanwhile the general is out here uh looking at badges and tr- doing a fake engagement to the mom so what are any other thoughts on costa luna and what's going on there i said what is the plan because i am confusion i could not tell you what was happening here but i think he did not have no strategic advisors he just went in and said sheer numbers it's enough of us we're going to take over today but had no follow through because because what was marrying the mom going to do? Like bring her back? I it didn't make sense to me. And that's why he lost. He wasn't trying to marry the mom. He was trying to get um, Rosalinda to come out of hiding. I don't I think the marriage was a farce. So other than that, I have no further comments on his plan. Just that these were the parts of the movie that I want to fast forward so agreed farce is a great description and the way that the, they kept letting the mom in and out of the prison cell but she looked like she was just chilling like Brittany said the most gentle takeover like the kindest <laughs> imprisonment <laughs> that I've ever seen it was, it was peaceful almost and she was just like oh okay just calm even honestly when the opening scene and they were like running away and down the stairwell and they're just chit-chatting like oh yeah it's like he does this every it's like um doofenshmirtz came you know like oh he does this every week you know what i'm saying like or uh what's dr kraken like you know it's fine he's not really dr Dracken. dr Dracken. <laughs> i knew it was wrong i was like i can't think of it yeah dr Dracken just whatever it just, he wasn't a serious villain. I love it. Um, so they, you know, do the ice cream stuff. And then the next day at school or whenever it is, 
Chelsea Carter and Rosie are selected as the homecoming princesses. And then Donnie asked Rosie to the dance and she said, uh-uh, because you, you know, you mistreated my girl. And then Rosie helps Carter find her inner princess. And then Brooke finds out that Rosie is actually a princess. And then the government lady tells the daddy to keep the engagement a secret from Rosalinda. Then Brooke and Chelsea threaten her with the secret and make her give up her crown. Um, Carter secretly works with Mr. Elegante on a secret plan and convinces Rosie to stand to the dance. Uh, it's homecoming. The general shows up, kidnaps, well, almost kidnaps Carter, thinking that it's Rosie. The dad saves the day, and then Rosie has her coronation, and then we finally get to the credits. So um, <laughs> let's let's go through this. So what did y'all think about this, you know, the homecoming announcement and then the way, you know, Donnie and Jamie Chung and everybody? If there is a coup, how are you calling into that country all willy-nilly? That was my, like, how you just go pick up the phone and call someone in the, in the midst, not even someone, like, outside the palace, in the midst of the coup. He is a part of the coup. <laughs> he has entrapped himself. How are we just making folk, random phone calls? <laughs> That's what monitors. I'm saying. And if it was that easy to call <laughs> Mr. Elegante, they should have just, they could have created a plan to get the man out the country. Like, if he was just walking around the castle, chilling, answering phone calls from America, then maybe they could have schemed to get the dictator out. Yeah. <laughs> Again, if it, it did feel, like I said, gentle. He he showed up. He said, I am the king now. But that's it. Don't worry. Nothing else needs to change. Y'all are safe. Keep your cell phones. I think they could have explained to Rosie what was happening like they dad was like well it's a trick about the wedding so if you knew that and you're so sure of it i think you could have talked rosie through that in case she saw it herself and decided to do something without you knowing it just that seemed that was obviously like a, a plot hole filler because if they had just talked then none of that stuff at the end would have needed to happen which would have been fine with me <laughs> um yeah, okay. Did y'all okay? So maybe it was just me reading too much into things. But when the government lady called him up on a fake little Zoom call, and they were like PPP linked, I was like, oh, this fake technology. He seemed real pressed to me about the engagement because he was like, she would never marry him, and I was like, are they are they gonna try to set them up in the last like twenty minutes of this movie? Because I don't put it past them. Did y'all get that sense that they? Were I like, wondered. I wondered, okay. but I feel like I wondered that when Rosie cooked them all dinner. I don't know mm. why, but that's what I thought in my head. I can see it. So I was like, are they going to try to get married at the end? How is that going to work? But then I'm like, nothing else makes sense. So <laughs> we might as well go with it. So yeah, but no, they definitely could have just told her so that she wouldn't try to flee, which is what she was trying to do. But you know, the world is up to, you know, two 16 year olds. So it per usual because the adults aren't helping. I don't know. And how how would Carter have become a princess then if we didn't stall? Right. <laughs> that wasn't a real question, but Andre took me seriously for a second. <laughs> I did. I was like formulated answer. I was like, wait, no. no, no. <laughs> I'm just trolling. My bad. Um, did did any of us think that Brooke was actually going to be one of the finalists? Because the way I did not care and had completely forgotten about <laughs> this princess thing in the first place, it didn't even cross my mind about who was going to get it. It was, ugh. 
they were too obsessed for me. I wanted them both to again love themselves and just think of something greater. <laughs> and then then Brooks Brooksy had a whole like moment where she's like, "You're not nice." And I'm like, girl, you're not nice either. Every single one of these schemes, you were right there with her. So don't try to act like you were making the right decisions all along. No, no. You just didn't like how she talked to you in the bathroom. That was a mess. Her voice was very grating to me. Uh, what were we going to say? Did you see how she fell into the pool? It was kind of like they replaced her with a Barbie and she just kind of <laughs> toppled over <laughs> sideways. It was very odd. I rewound it so I could see it again. That was just, it was just too much. I didn't understand why she just didn't give it to her. I mean, I, okay, I guess I understand now that I said that out loud so that she could give it to Carter later. But mm-hmm. in the moment, if it's more important that you find Carter, I would just give it to her so she would leave me alone. <laughs> Wait, why are we stopping? Oh, <laughs> I thought she did that so she could actually push her into the pool. I thought that's what she wanted. Oh. I, I, I think that's what she wanted, but I'm saying a different choice would have been to just give it to her and obviously for the antics for the movie, it, it was funnier for her to fall in the pool. But in terms of the storyline, it would have made more sense if you're trying to find Carter that badly to just get rid of the nuisance <laughs> quicker. <laughs> I, I don't feel like people really liked either of them. I I got the sense that like it just was Donnie and that one kid who had the ice cream dumped on his head. But I didn't, I don't know. Couldn't see. It didn't seem like they were like popular. Popular. Wait, wait. So they just, we're already back to when Rosie first goes to school. And she's like, "Can I have this seat?" And Daddy's like, "I believe it's school property," <laughs> or something like that. Do you remember that? And then they dap it up. I said, and I was like, "What is? <laughs> what did you think? That's sort of like Carter girl. I get it. He's cute, but what are you seeing? He's not. He's not that cute. <laughs> Super whack. Super whack." Huh. And then she had the nerve in this part to be like, why would a guy like Donnie want a girl like me? I was just like, oh, because she's not a princess. But she turns him down at the dance, which I'm glad there was no like, romance in this movie. Yeah, I didn't need it. Even though they kept trying to do the thing with Ed, and I was like, it can go. Like, he didn't, he also didn't need to be here. But I'm glad she figured out her worth. And loved herself, like Brittany wants everyone to do. So yeah. I don't know. that's how wait with Ed princess. With Ed in that camera too, I thought they were gonna like show clips of Ed video at the end of the movie, like of his documentary, mm-hmm. and he just had a camera for no reason. They could have cut all that out of the movie. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> was a no little purpose. Weird. A little weird that you're always recording everything. We can't be friends no more. Because it's 2009. What you trying to do? Like they could have made that into the credits. Instead of just replaying the scene. So I I don't know. Well, missed opportunity, I guess. But I guess even they were tired of doing this. Um, and then, so there's the whole thing about the inner princess. But then, I was about to say Demetria. I mean, that's her name. She <laughs> said that it's a little bit about how you look. Or it is a little bit about how you look. But it's about what you have to offer the world. And who you are inside. So let's go find your inner princess. Which consists of reading to kids. Um, donating to the needy, and I'm saying that in quotations because that's what the box said, and then shopping, shopping montage. So how do we feel about her finding her inner princess? Have you found your inner princess? I think this is cute if you're a teenager and you're like going to your first homecoming and you're buying your first dress or whatever. Um, 
maybe I would have liked this if I had watched this at the time. No, because I was in college at that point. So I was way past all this stuff. So it was fine, I guess. I don't, I'm not a, a fan of the shopping montage anyway. It's I always find it tiresome <laughs> to watch people try on clothes. <laughs> but um, this one was quick, I guess. They were And they were shopping in the place for the needy people. So it wasn't like they were shopping at Versace like and get a clue. <laughs> and they're silently laughing. Don't come for my girl Lexi now. Hold <laughs> on. Hold on. But see, also, I feel like why are you shopping there if you don't need to? Because like anyway, but that's a whole other thing that we can chat about later. But yeah, I don't I don't know. I think these watching these decoms have ruined shopping montages because i used to love it as a kid like oh this is fun you know even though real life doing that is really exhausting for me at least um but yeah no i'm i was kind of over it and i was ready to go but i did like the song um one in the same performed by demi and selena and it was written by vitamin c she's one of the writers on there so shout out to you girl for being at all our graduations (laughs) As we go on, we remember. That song is so sad. It really is. is. I can't listen to to that song. So sad. (laughs) Oh, I cannot listen to it. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. And then they had a whole thing. You know, I hate you like you're my best friend. And I was like, that's, you know, that's accurate. But then she overcorrected. She was like, I hate you and your dress is ugly. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Take it too far. Chill out. Um, so now Carter's a princess on the inside. And the old girl, yeah, this is where old girl is like, I don't speak Spanish. I have a whack Spanish assignment. Can you give me some with the pictures? I want to know what y'all thought about her Spanish. Because then, uh, then when they get to the gym or wherever they get, she can translate the Right. Art. Those are complicated <laughs> things she was supposedly translating. Yeah. I was like, if you don't know Spanish, you don't know those words. And there's no relation between paper bag and prison. I was going to ask I was like, that don't seem. I, I, I don't know what word she was thinking of. So if somebody listening, but I was like, I, it didn't make sense to me because you needed a picture book. And now you can just read straight from a magazine that has no English words in it. Nah. Nah. Unless you just looked at the picture and guessed. The only thing she would have been able to church rate is her and her mom. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Because she was saying something about being held hostage in prison. And I was like, Mm-mm. you don't know the word hostage if you need a <laughs> Like, you're still learning the days of the week. <laughs> oh, I can't. And then she kept saying it. What about your mom with the paper bag? I was like, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> That's so she's being said. funny after the third time. It was it was funny the first two times. <laughs> it was sad, but then she said, "I'm pretty, not smart." I said, "Well, hey, see, and that's you know, that's how you when you know yourself. That's how here. you grow." <laughs> <laughs> oh, the lessons that we learn. <laughs> Just be honest about your strengths. <laughs> um, oh, dear. Well, something that did make me laugh uh, when um, Chelsea. I keep these names. I'm really struggling. Chelsea told the girl she said can it muffy i don't know why that cracked me up and then pet you know she pet her on the head i said oh no you're gonna fight and then she said bait girl and her strangely formal cousin and that did make me chuckle but i i don't know do we have anything else for chelsea and and brookie 
Okay. Oh, I hate that fight. Yeah, that fight. But other than that, yeah. Sorry, you hate it. What? No, that fight was a mess. And like, I mean, like Brittany said, y'all both ain't ish. So I mean, what are we supposed to take away? But good for you, girl. I guess you realize your friend was raggedy and she looked ridiculous with all that grass on her face. That's what she gets. But no, I was mad because not only she said, "Yeah, I'm gonna give up the crown." But then she took their clothes. Okay, you know, of course it's yeah. giving Cinderella story, okay? But she took their clothes and threw them out on the bayou. I said, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I did not like that. And uh, Princess just let let them take their clothes, like all their clothes and throw them in the dirt. And I was like, wow. They got to get her back real good for this. Because they bought, they just bought those clothes. And that was a step too far for me. I mean, there's there's like villain and then there's like villain. And that was, that crossed over the line. I didn't like that. Because <laughs> they did slow-mo. They showed her in the rain boots, the bucket. Like, it was a whole action scene. I said, this is more action than the political, you know, takeover. But that's fine. But yeah, I was really over it at that point. Did y'all notice? Okay, speaking of Bayou, the music that they play, like, at the beginning to show, like, it was Louisiana. Go ahead, Andre. Well, you said it was more dramatic than the coup. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize in advance for this. It was a symbolism of of uh, Carter losing her princess ship as Rosalita had lost her princess ship. So it was as tragic <laughs> as the coup. So an emotional coup. Oh yes. An inner being coup. <laughs> inner being coup. I love it. Disney just, you know, they truly have the range to get us to really um explore all the realms of the human experience. I really appreciate that. I forgot what I was finna say now. So it's just, oh the music. Okay, do you know like speaking of Princess and the Frog, you know the little the little bug, the little lightning bug? I it just gave me that. It was like Louisiana. Ding, 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 ding. Like it was just like what? <laughs> what is happening here? And I and I know some people had t- you know took issue with that with that character's portrayal, but it just reminded me. I mean it wasn't the main thing, but it just caught my attention, I think, because I was like, really? This is Louisiana? Okay, girl. You you just <sighs> jogged something for me, which is going back to the beginning, but the French teacher? So that was not like a French lady, right? That was just a woman making a French accent? I don't I'm know. I'm guessing. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know what the truth is, but it just made me think <laughs> of that guy from um, <laughs> Cowbells. How do you say, in my country, we do not have, and I was just I was like, I kept wondering, is it her or does she speak French or is she from France? I don't know. I didn't even really. She wasn't on my um, IMDb list. I don't even know. But listeners, if any of you know, or ma'am, if you're out there, let us know. Um, (laughs) Even though I'm sure they've put this behind them because. I don't know. yeah, so moving past the little stereotypes. Um, so yeah, so then the bus driver is apparently also a makeup artist. I don't know. They just start pulling stuff together. She has a secret plan. They pull together this group of, I guess, like all the unpopular people. Was she friends with them before? Or she just said, hey, you look like you're in need. No. Um, <laughs> come, <Yeah>. on. <laughs> come on down. Can you keep decoys in my plan to save the princess, please? Thank y'all. Oh, your life isn't that much in danger. It's fine. <laughs> would would you have put yourself up as bait? I don't know for a free dress, maybe. 
Andrea, I cannot. Um, Brittany, are you going back to Costa Luna? I'm trying to think because if I didn't know you, that seems like a lot of risk. I would it would need to be presented to me in a better way than it was in the movie. Cause that seemed like a lot of risk. Uh I don't know if it's worth it for me to go through all that and get captured by a dictator. I also didn't understand about it. The plan. Huh? I don't think they knew about it. The other princesses. The fake princesses? Yeah. I don't think they knew about the plan. They were just getting dresses. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. I didn't really understand what the plan was until after it happened. So (laughs) (laughs) I guess I would have gone to get a free dress. But this is what happens when you get free stuff. I guess you get um, involved in international schemes. I don't know. I was confused by this point. Nothing really was making sense to me across any of the plot lines. I'm done right now. Um, okay. So free dresses for all. Um, I wouldn't. I'ma let I'ma tell my daddy, let him handle it. Cause they they look, when has the you know what, I'm not even gonna say that, but when have we ever said, you know, we're not gonna intervene in another country's political landscape. So I don't know what they're trying to do here. Um a couple things real quick as we round the corner. Donnie, so wait, well, first of all, before Selena Gomez leaves the house, she got on the blue dress, which I hate. I the the dresses they threw in the dirt, I feel like were much better than the ones that they actually ended up, or at least Selena's or Carter's. I don't know. I like that one better. But she leaves to go out. Hey, Dad, how do I look? He said, "We have a problem. I may have to stop calling you pal." Um, that is it, right with me? I was like. It's giving something that you don't mean, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Did y'all, like did that, that stop y'all? Okay. It did. But I tried to reach a bunch into it. But yes, that was an interesting choice for a line. Yikes. Um, <laughs> I love that they showed up in the school bus with the looks. Okay, the masks were giving. But then I was like, okay, but you're in Louisiana, like, it was giving like um, great value Mardi Gras. Like I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if that was why they decided to do it. But you know, it because it's like oh, this cultural and it fits in with the plot. I don't know. It was weird, but I, I did like their you know cohesive look. I guess and Jamie getting caught up in the car. Um, the way that Donnie rolled up on Carter, he said, "I thought we had something." Isn't this what you've been waiting for since the third grade? And I was like, uh, oh, so you uh-uh. noticed that. Right. And you still couldn't remember my name? Okay. Right. Okay. Ugh, so, and he was like, you're making a big mistake. I said, girl, <laughs> what, did, what did y'all, what did y'all think of that? Throw him away. Hey, I, he was like half dating, not Caroline. <laughs> he was half dating whatever her name is and then half dating Brooksy and flirting with Al- not Alex. I called her Alex. Just <laughs> we're just a waste of the place. I don't know nobody's names, y'all. But he was just doing too much, and it has the nerve to hold on to that and throw that at her because she turned him down. Ugh, it's gross. Ugh, how dare you? He was yeah. quite smarmy. Mar- oh, I. Lo- yes. Come on. We got writers here, you know. Yeah. Smarmy. He was yeah. the smarmiest, if you will. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, I was disgusted by this. But I said, good for you, Carter. You know, you're worth, okay? Um, then she's like, I never thought I could look or feel beautiful. But then you came and made me a princess. Yippee. I don't know. Whatever. 
the fact that Jamie looked saw the military outfits and said, this is school security. I was concerned for her as well. And then, yeah, then she's the queen. And the daddy ended up being in the helicopter. Surprise. Took him down in the stairwell. It was very, like, un, um, uninspired. Um, not very <laughs> not very interesting action packs. Did nobody care. So, and then she's crowned the more, queen. There was more dra- drama of Carter walking through the hallways with the dress flowing behind her. Truly. Quickly. <laughs> I just like what what was it? And then on IMDb, there are several comments of like trying to understand the political underpinnings of this movie. <laughs> I'm like, y'all, it's a decom and we should not have expectations. But um, but yeah, what any final thoughts? You know, Ed was there for no reason. And then we get two worlds collide by Demi, written by Demi and the Jonas brothers. Any thoughts on the ending? Oh. It just kind of happened, you know? It did. It it was a disappointing ending. I think I was still confused. Like, what was going on? And I think I missed. Oh, you know what? They snatched the dictator up and was like, you're in America, so now we can get you. And that just, something about that was just weird to me. It, just, it was off in a way that I, I can't quite put the words to yet, but I just know that. That, that was another line that made me feel like I did at the beginning with all the not white princesses and this white guy telling this guy, well, you're in America now. I don't know where you do, do where you come from. And, it was, and it's all said in Louisiana. It was just not good. <laughs> it was icky. It just left me feeling icky. So I guess they're going to put him in jail. And so she can go back. I, I guess. Everybody needs a better plan. The dictator needs a better plan. The people running this country need a better plan. Selena needs a better plan. I just, they needed some help. And did save Rosie. It's, Selena's plan saved Rosie. But what was like the end game once you got taken to another uh, country? What did you think was going to happen? Just <laughs> like, I knew you were going to be there for me, Dad. You saved princesses. And if the, the different things that happened in the movie, I would have found that line cute. But because of the things that had happened, I was very much over it. I agree. Because in another movie, she would have been gone forever. <laughs> so, <laughs> again, they were like, he's a joke. So, yeah, I'm going to take a free trip over to Costa Luna. I don't know. But that it was just a mess. It happened, like you said. So, what do we find cringeworthy? Donnie being like, weren't you waiting for this since third grade? <laughs> If a boy said that to me, <laughs> I don't know what I would have done at 16, but <laughs> oh, really? Really? That, at this dance at the homecoming dance in the middle of the dance floor, that's what you're coming to me with? No. Yeah, that was gross. All the references to America, but you could just pin that as a as a permanent cringe for all movies. All of them. And I wholeheartedly, a thousand percent agree. And then the stuff, like the femininity, like stuff and like the dichotomy between what's accepted and what's not, what's shallow and what's... I agree. Like, and that was also irritating because all of Carter's clothes are things I would have or had worn mm-hmm. <laughs> at that time. <laughs> and so constantly Fine. like saying, I don't feel beautiful. That was really, that was a little triggering to me. I did not like that. So... Whew. Somebody, please look at these scripts before you put them out. (laughs) 
Um, what about feel? Did anything make us feel good at this movie? Were there any nice moments? I mean, Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez are good actresses. They weren't. It wasn't as tiresome to watch them as other movies have been. So, you know. And I like the 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 concept up front. The first two minutes of the movie, I was like, "Ooh, this is interesting." I I like them together. I was gonna say the shopping montage, but I don't know if that was feel good for me. But I still do like a shopping montage because it's just one of those things that like will probably be so bad, but it's like you accept it for what it is. But I don't really have anything else besides. You know what made me feel good? Actually, I liked hearing the Spanish. I liked hearing the movie that used so much Spanish because that's I I mean the last time we saw that was like gotta kick it up right I can't think of any other decom so that's my actual feel-good moment moment I actually noted that when I was watching the movie like oh there's using a lot of Spanish in here throughout and I like that and we didn't have the cheetah girls because she said I'm gonna give you my number oh yeah Spanish (laughs) yeah the cheetah girls in, in Barcelona but no, that's good. I agree with that one for sure. Um, glad to have a main character that's not white. But even though the daddy, I say, well, who is your mama? Because, well, right. are they not white? Are we I assuming don't, they're not white? I Just because it's Selena Gomez, was, I'm like. Was she like, white in Wizard, Wizards of Waverly Place? Do people know she's not white is all I'm saying. Because all it, all it, ma- it doesn't matter if she is or isn't. If she looks white, that's all that matters. And if people don't know she's not white, then it doesn't count. <laughs> I didn't, well, I was off Disney at this point, so I don't oh, know what people know. We're not going to have to answer that. I don't want to <laughs> I think their last name was like something vaguely Hispanic sounding. That could have been I don't think Italian they ever, sounding. Oh like no, Russo. Her last name was Russo. Never mind. Her uh, last so, name was Russo. Well, so yeah, no. There was somebody on that show, I think, who... Mm, I haven't seen it in so long. Yeah, no. So sorry, Jasmine, it doesn't count. I don't know, Sha. I mean, almost <laughs> doesn't count. Look, I'm going to take whatever, but I, I just... Not, when I said it, I was like, wait a minute, because, yeah, the daddy... And I meant to ask all about that anyway, because I was like, interesting. Of course, that would be the mom that's gone. And they didn't really mention the mom, which is interesting. Like, usually when it's the dead parent... Oh, I'm not. She died. Whatever, you know. They didn't really get into all that. So anyway, we didn't even get a picture. Mm mm. Nothing. Nothing. So, because I thought they were gonna connect about them each, you know, only having one parent. You know, her dad died and her mom died. I thought they were gonna do some something, but they didn't. They said, "Girl, we don't have time." Maybe that was gonna be in Princess Protection too. I hope not. But I'm gonna come to fruition because we. We did not need it. Um, I don't know. They could have made it some. Anyway, carry on. So before we get into our ratings, how many times? Let's yeah. So Andrew and Britt, how many times do you think they said princess in this movie? Hundred forty-three. Oh, is that? Did you look that up? No. I was gonna guess oh. nine ninety-five. But is Andrea right? Okay. Well, according I don't know actually. According to IMDb, it said eighty times. Oh. But it felt like five thousand. It did. So I <laughs> did. <laughs> so I'm gonna give both of y'all three thousand points each. Thank you for even nice. participating in the foolery. All right. So what are we rating this film? I'm giving it a solid three because the film was extremely confusing. I didn't quite know what was going on, but I mean, I didn't. It wasn't like a drag for me, like some other movies. 
And I guess it's sad that this is the barometer now. I do like seeing uh, Selena and Demi together because it made me think of like when I used to watch their YouTube channel. Good times. I was deep in that drama back then. So I'm going to give it a three. And also, I think the idea is fun. Yes, I um, am disa- I was disappointed, I guess. I was it went it, it was a roller coaster of emotions. So I was like, oh, I don't want to watch this movie. And then it was like, oh, this isn't that bad. This is going to be interesting. And then I was like, oh, this is exactly like all of the other movies. So I think I think two. Uh, Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez were, were fine. Um, but this they could have done more with this because they had a cute thing at the beginning. So I'm right there with you, girl. I'm also giving this a very solid two because... They had some cute songs. It was a fun premise, like you said, Britt. And, you know, I guess they had chemistry, but it was a wasted vehicle for them. Like, I feel like they could have, if they're going to put them together, they could have come up with something. They could have come harder than this. So, yeah, I'm going to give it. They had Hillary Duff crawling in the mud. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We just had a little fake CGI worm. So, you know, I don't know. But it was cute for what it was, I guess. It, it's a movie that exists. So, all right. Any other thoughts before we get out of here? All right. The movie has left us speechless. So that wraps up this discussion of Princess Protection Program. Next week, oh, we're going to Camp Rock, y'all. It's going to be a long couple episodes. Well, for me and Andrea. So, you know, look out for us. As always, the socials, links, and notable mentions are in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.